This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. And we're going to talk about it today, Daddy. We're going to talk about it. The topic for the show today is Are You a Believer? Are you a believer? Now, see, it just got quiet because I know people are saying, when you say, am I a believer, a believer as in as in what? Like, what do you mean? What do I believe? What do you mean, are you a believer? What do we mean when we ask daddy, are you a believer? That is specific in and to that person and what it is that they believe. You have some people that say that Christians are associated with believing. You have people that speak in reference to belief in themselves. There's even a show on now called The Believers, I believe, that's on CNN, where you have an individual going around saying about different people's beliefs. So the question is, are you a believer, and what do you believe in? So, okay, there is a picture that I keep in my bedroom. It's a picture frame. And on that picture frame, there's a writing, and it says, believe when it's beyond reason to believe. Like, believe when everything seems like it's impossible. It can't work. It's not going to go. But are you that person that believes when it's beyond reason to believe, or are you that person, as soon as shit gets shaky, everything that you spoke about goes out the window? You know, I often find that, for me, when I say a believer, and, and, and I'm conflicted in this, so I'm going to say it out loud. So I'll hear people oftentimes say when someone is suffering, right, and they're sick or they're in the hospital, and they'll say, you know, well, they get ready to go to a better place. They get ready to be all right. It's going to be all right. Well, then they go to that better place, and then the, they fall apart. And I'm like, well, are you falling apart because— you're going to really miss them, or are you falling apart because now you don't really believe what you were saying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, we were at this radio station, right? We were on the road, and uh, this sister came up to me and said, oh, my God, Monique, the last time you were here, your father had just died, and she was getting ready to go into this really sad space. And I said, well, whose father was it, yours or mine? Because you're going through more emotions than I am. And she almost part, and she looked at me like, well, why aren't you? And I didn't want to seem like I was um, cold, but it's like, well, I believe what I say. 
and he's gone on to the next journey. There's nothing for me to be sad about. So when we say, are you a believer? It's just those type of situations. You know, when you do lose a loved one, when you do lose your job, when you do break up a relationship, do you believe that it's going to be okay? And are you one of those people that say, I believe in it in the moment when shit is good? But as soon as it goes bad or what people perceive to be bad, do you then break down and become a non-believer? <laughs> why do you? <laughs> Daddy, why are you looking at me like that? Hey, we're just having the conversation because it, it's one of those things. And some folks have asked, what are we speaking about uh, in terms of belief? It's whatever it is that you believe in from a spiritual standpoint, what is important to you and how you deal with it. And uh, the question is, are you a believer? What is it that you believe in? And are your beliefs working for you? Someone early, and I missed their handles, said, um, I used to be a Christian, but now I'm not. But I believe in God. Um, at Sue Hand Baby says, you can have what you believe. Unique, unique. Yes, a believer, never a non-believer. So, you can have different answers from different people, as you see, but what is it that you believe in? And as an example, the gentleman who I can't recall his name that is currently doing the show uh, about believers on CNN, we were watching an excerpt from his show this morning, and he was saying how they were different customs around the world in terms of different beliefs from different people that, you know, you've never even heard of. And one... Uh, which he was visiting with, happened to put the dead, the, the ashes from the dead on their face. And Resla Aslan, thank you, at 297 Keiko, uh, and he was saying that in their customs, you might see it initially and be taken aback and say, wow, that's really strange, that's really different. But as you delve into what their beliefs are, though the specifics of them may be different from yours. What resonates is the similarity of you having to believe in order to buy into something and that we all buy into something in a similar form and fashion. And if we do, is it something that's beneficial not only for ourselves, but for the world that's around you as well? Because that's helpful and it shows that we are more similar than we are different. You know, it's interesting because I'm reading some of the comments and a lot of them are going towards um, God and Christianity. Because I think when the moment you say, are you a believer? We automatically assume, do you believe in God? You know, what do you believe in? And someone says, I believe in God, but I denounce Christianity. Mm -hmm. And I think we're running into a lot of that. Because I think our awareness is getting bigger. And I think due to social networks and, and, and that Internet and Facebook, and there's so much information and knowledge we're getting now that wasn't available to us when it comes to God and Christianity and religion. And, and people are really beginning now to say, what is it that I'm believing in? Like, what is it that I'm buying into? Go ahead, Daddy. No, and I was just going to say at Rockstar Landry, you saying, and you believe in aliens, does that count? Yes, it counts, too, because you believe. And guess what? 
we're all fucking aliens because we all in space. So, so. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's funny because at the end of the day, we sometimes talk about the sun, the moon, the planets out in space, and we fail to realize that that's two where we hang out on a regular basis. It's just because we be, be are grounded so we believe that we don't realize that, you know, we just floating around out there too. So, yes, it's part of the belief system, especially when they're saying on the news every other day, recently they found seven new planets in the habitable zone, and it was 40 other planets, and you're like, that are close by our solar system, and you're like, well, how do you get pictures from the Hubble, 20 million light years, and y'all just happen to overlook 40 planets that was close by, and seven that were in the habitable zone, so it's one of those things of what we believe sometimes evolves with our understanding of the things around us. And it goes back to a a saying my grandmother used to tell me. She would say, take everything with a grain of salt because you only know what it is that you know. And really, do you know it? We say that light travels at 186,000 miles per second, but when's the last time you timed light? Mm. When's the last time? So we have to accept what it is that individuals say, and then it comes to a level of tangibility that we need for our own spiritual um, awareness so you don't lose your mind, if you will, which basically boils down to I can only do the best that I can do, and I'm going to have my beliefs, but at the end of the day, I'm comfortable with having mine if you're comfortable with having yours and we can coexist at the same time, knowing that we may believe in different things as long as we believe in, you have the right to believe whatever you want. That baby said, is this church or comedy? God damn it, you pick it. You pick it. Okay, you pick the shit. Whatever you think you need, you pick it. UPN, you pick a name. Okay, (laughs) but they told me it was you pick a nigga. Okay, that's what you you want to go there then. Damn. I'm going to tell you about belief. And having belief. Because sometimes people think that there's a secret formula. And people, Monique, what did you do? Like, how did you get there? How did you? I believed that I could. That was it. Like, I'm a little fat black girl from Baltimore, Maryland, who was an average student in school and sometime below it. But I believed that I would be famous. Like, I I would rock to the music and I would see it. Right. So belief, baby, it, it comes in all different forms and fashions and packages because when you begin to look at, let's say, Ben Carson, right, who separated the first twins, right, the babies was born, connected together. Was it on the head or the stomach? They were connected together. And everyone said they was connected, baby, guess like what's that. Up. Guess what's up? And everyone said, it's never been done. And do you know why he was able to perform that surgery? Because he believed he could. Now, he may have had all the technical shit in front of him, as all the other doctors did. But if they say, man, look, this shit ain't never been done before, it's no way you're going to be able to. He just believed he could. When you think about Barack Obama, it wasn't nothing special about this cat. He was a cat that was trying to make it, that was struggling. Mama white, daddy black. We from, uh, I live with my grandparents in Hawaii. Shit is going crazy. Hey, why? I'm trying to make it. 
him and Michelle simply believe, nigga, you're going to be president. Can you imagine that pillar talk when he was just in the neighborhoods trying to bring people together? And he was saying back then when them babies wasn't even here, one day I'm going to be president. And one day we now call this man President Barack Obama. It, let's not even now let's go with somebody will say, well, that's something real big. I see brothers out there with a car wash. I see brothers out there with a car wash. And you like, yo, how you get this car wash? Man, I believed I could do it. I believe so with that thing belief, it's not always about God. And someone said, and made a really good point, they said, I'm getting so tired of people working really hard and giving God all the credit. <laughs> you worked your ass off, but the first thing you want to say is thank God. Not, ooh, baby, I put that shit in. I went to school seven days a week for six hours a day. I had to study my ass off, but, but I want to thank God. I understand that. And again, whatever floats your boat, because it's about what you completely believe in. And like you were speaking about, from spirituality, dealing with, some would say, religious uh, facets to folks just believing in themselves and the ability to fulfill their their dreams. You've got to have that belief, or I'll say you don't have to, but it helps you if you do have that belief while you're here because they say that if you believe that you can do it, you can, and if you believe that you can't, you're right again. <laughs> Somebody said Trump believed, and look where it got him. And look where it got him. He believed like a motherfucker, didn't he? Trump. <laughs> I, I think that when you really put your mind to something, like here's some shit I'm going to share with y'all that I'm dealing with right now. And I go back and forth with it because a part of me believes I can get under 200 pounds. But another part of me is saying, you can't. Because you can. you've been here your whole adult life. We are going to stay with you, bitch, forever. We've been good to you. We didn't kept your inner legs warm. We didn't kept your all stomach covered. covered. So now all of a sudden, so I, I, I understand it. It's almost like something that I'm dealing with because I'll get to 203. I'll get down to 203. I got three more fucking pounds to go to get to under uh, 200 pounds. But something inside of me says, you know it's not going to happen. So go on and eat them chips. Go eat them. Go on, baby, and have that Applejack cocktail. Ain't going to hurt a damn thing. Then the next time I weigh myself, I'm back to two fucking ten. Then I'm going, I play this. So, so for as. But hold up. Brother Comic J.J., I, we appreciate you being in the house, really do. But it, what I'm gonna ask you is this: Do you are you connected with this, or do you need some attention because you're a comic? Because if you put down where you're gonna be performing, we can acknowledge that. But there's folks in here that's involved in the conversation in reference to, you know, their beliefs. And unless you just kicking rocks and don't have nothing to do, it's like, you know, be a part, use that comedic wit and intellect to do something that is uh, helpful to the people that are involved, as opposed to seeming like you need to do some stand-up and you need some attention. Because we want to give you the attention because you deserve it. I'm sure you're funny and amongst the black community and white, the whole nation. Did I just miss something? No, just, yeah, you know. 
This comic JJ wanted to share something up. And he said, I'm just soaking the game. Well, okay then, brother. Soak it in. Soak it in. And we love you and thank you for uh, coming aboard. That's all. Wait a minute. You're, mis- you're misunderstanding faith. Faith is trust. What is faith? People say faith is believing in the unseen. And you got to have faith. And you can. However, at the same time, what happens when you've seen people that have seen things with their own eyes but don't believe what it is that they've seen, but yet they believe in things that they've never seen but only heard, and they will speak to you adamantly about that. So when we say, what, what do we believe in? Sometimes we've seen things with our own eyes that we do not believe, but yet we believe things that we've never seen, we've only heard about. So when we speak in reference to belief, again, how you acquire it, what makes you believe, that's specific and unto you. And again, someone said earlier, what about aliens? I can tell you honestly, unabashedly, that on more than one time in my life, we've seen things in the sky that the lights weren't blinking off and on like a plane. We saw it appear and disappear before our eyes. I'm not going to lie, my mother, who sat there and watched it with the rest of our family appear right before our heads. But I can tell you this, that Christian church-going woman the next morning discounted and said, well, I think that may have been a planet. Well, you think a planet just appeared above us and then zigzagged away and then disappeared from whence it came? Mm. And they can try to get poetic on them. I, I mean, from I was, I it was right there with from you. From whence, whence it came, okay? Shit. And th- today as a planet, that was a prime example of why my grandmother used to say, sometimes you don't have to share everything that you know because everybody ain't going to believe what it is that you saw and what you believe. And she saw it with her own eyes, but couldn't believe it. But she can tell me about the scriptures that she believes in. And I ain't even mad at you. And have never seen any of them. Never seen any of them. So no one's wrong or right. It's just that's the way it is, and you believe what you believe in. And it seems her beliefs work out well for her because I can tell you there's a lot of Christians out there that their lives are magnificent based upon their beliefs. But then, interestingly, there are a lot of atheists. There are a lot of Muslims. There are a lot of Jews. There are a lot of Hindus. There are a lot of people in society from all walks of life that can speak to you in reference to how wonderful life is in this universe. But... How you come to that understanding, again, that's on you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're talking about it, my loves. Are you a believer? And do you practice what you preach? Like, do you tell your children, don't give up, don't give in? You can do it. You just got to see it. But then your children see you broken. Like, when do you believe? And when do you not believe? And I think that oftentimes, again, when we think things are good, it's easy to say, oh, baby, God is good. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. This is beautiful. Then the moment some shit go wrong, oh, what we going to do? But I thought you said God was good. 
I thought you said this was beautiful. And I understand that it's a conditioning that we've been taught that when we think when good things happen, that's the Lord. When bad things happen, that's the devil. Mm-hmm. So we've been so conditioned to believe that, that we always want to give the glory to the Jesus and you want to give the bad to the devil. And then you got to say, well, I got to have faith and wait on the Lord. But then your ass decides you ain't going to do nothing. But then when it don't come your way, now the devil stepped in and the devil made you do it. Like, it's so conflicting. And all it is, when it boils down to it a lot of times, is ego. And that's not wanting to accept responsibility for our own lives. And in the Hindu religion, they say there cannot be any creation unless there's destruction. And oftentimes, part of that destruction during the course of our lives is just natural. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not evil. It just is, I'm sure, in the eyes of the universe because it's seen it so many times before. But to us, whenever it gets inconvenient, then it's as if something's going against us, not realizing that sometimes the inconvenience are the growing pains that you experience when you're learning. You know, someone said, they asked in the room, what are your beliefs? And are, are you asking us personally, like, what are, I can speak for me, what are my beliefs? I believe that what I dream of can come true because what I've dreamed of has come true. So I'm not a person talking from reading someone else's fairy tale. I'm a person that's in my own fairy tale. Because these are things that I dreamt of. And when I was in the sixth grade, I couldn't have told you at 49 that I would be sitting here. When I was in the 12th grade, I could, like 10 years ago, I couldn't have told you. But I'm a person that really believes what you dream of and you will that shit in. And you treat life right. Watch what can happen. Watch what can happen. Watch what can happen. And myself in terms of belief, I just feel like everyone's entitled to believe what they choose to believe, and especially for those individuals whose beliefs are not caught up in trying to control others' beliefs, because we truly don't know what part of the universe we've come from in order to be sharing this world together at this very moment. And because we don't, it's almost like, again, that old saying, you don't know what's in someone's medicine cabinet. They look like they're walking on straight. Mm. But inside, there's some things ticking that if they don't get that medication, Shit gonna get different. they get the clicking on you different. So you deal with folks with a level of care, <laughs> you know, because there's a level of protection you want to put over folks, but also over yourself. So when you're comfortable with letting people be who they are because you want to feel the comfort of being who you are, what you believe almost puts us on the same accord because you're not trying to disrupt the natural flow of anyone's life. You know, someone said, and speaking about the ego, they said two things. They said the ego keeps you safe. Your ego keeps mm-hmm. you safe. And, and I'm trying to understand how your ego keeps you safe. And then someone said, how do you defeat your ego? And I can see how the ego can keep you safe, 
but it can be very damaging in keeping you safe. Because if your ego doesn't allow you to deal with the truth, and if your ego makes you put up your defense, and your ego doesn't let anyone come in and say, this is what's really happening, this is what's really going on, it can keep you safe in the moment. But once you walk away from that moment, you've now got to deal with the ego that that voice is inside saying, you're wrong. You're wrong. Or that's not the way to handle it. So I think it only keeps you safe in the moment if you're not really dealing with what's being checked about your ego. And it's not necessarily safe. What it does is it protects the ego, which, again, is a very selfish act. And to answer, I've lost your handle when you ask, are Monique and I married? Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to me. (laughs) So... That that was that was for you just to solidify that she wasn't kissing some strange man though you know that's some you know you know right so if y'all ever see another nigga sitting in this seat okay is that how we gonna do it today? no baby we ain't gonna do so it like that they so, bring me back so you just left the bar I left it right right I was you there she for just my had a couple hours. dark liquor drinks she came back like she had some dark liquor drinks that's how you gonna dark do it? liquor drinks dark liquor drinks at uh, rock star said, what does Robin think? So pull, your, so pull your microphone up, Robin. We watching y'all. We, we, we see y'all. And then Alex Crash said, Dad, please. Anything that I put my mind to, I believe I can accomplish it. Any single thing. That's been proven over and over. And it's not an ego thing. I don't let my ego get in the way ever. I'm quite humbled by my tenacity, my own tenacity to achieve the things that um, I believe that I can. I put it in my mind and I go with it. Um, As far as spirituality or God or things like that, I believe in God because that's the way that I was raised. Now, as far as religion, I don't go deep into any religion because I believe all of them. Like, I see people who are convicted by their beliefs. Like, they believe in God, and they believe in Buddha, and they believe in Muhammad. And I believe in them, too, because they believe in them. And I see the strength in their faith in those things that are so powerful, and they're leading good lives because they're living according to their beliefs. So... I believe in all of it, and I believe in the beauty of all of it. I don't believe in putting somebody down for what they believe or because it's different from me or because they carry themselves different from me. I don't believe in doing that. But I do believe that we are all um, made in a beautiful image, and we can achieve the things that we set our minds to. Thank you, ma'am. They said, well said, Robin. There you go. (laughs) And thank you for asking about me. (laughs) Miss Tommy, what you believe? Oh, God. (laughs) Belief. You know, um, shoot. I believe, first of all, belief is an energy. And it's a reflective energy. That's, That's my take on it. It's a reflective energy that... Every time I'm growing into something, it's a reflection, a mirror, and it grows into something. Mm-hmm. So as I grow, I change. As it grow, it change. So, you know, today you might find me very strong on an issue. Uh, two, three years from now, you might see me strong on another issue. Or oh, I've changed on that issue. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me... At this point in my life, 
I look at belief as that. You know, it's a reflective energy. As Sue Handbaby said, that's deep, Miss Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Steven said, yes, Miss Tommy. But, yeah, you, mean? you know, I, and, and I'm so appreciative to hear y'all's opinions and how you feel about it because I think that is what it is. It's just you saying, you know what, I believe this. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe this. I believe hook or goddamn crook. I believe this. And believe it or not, that's really challenging for some people to just believe. You know, someone said, I believe I'm pretty, but the mirror doesn't tell me that. Then you don't believe because when you look in the mirror, it's you that's looking back. And that comic J.J. Will says, what about what I believe? I tell you what I believe about you, comic J.J., you got to be talented. And it's interesting because you've got to have a level of belief to believe that you could be a comedian. Because to stand up on somebody's stage and be dealing with an audience, and I can see you like the attention, so I know you're not going to shake under pressure. So that speaks to everyone has to exude their belief in their own way. Hopefully, folks can get to the point where they can master themselves and their energy as tommy was saying because everything that's exuded executed exhibited it takes energy so it's like when you master that energy of belief you've mastered a lot when when you are sitting by yourself and you say to yourself what is it that i believe because someone said where it gets conflicting, you've been taught to believe one thing, but then you grow up and you see it differently and you want to change your mind, but you're so afraid of doing so because you've been taught to believe this one thing. And I think that once you do grow up and once you do begin to research for yourself, regardless as to what mommy told you or daddy told you or grandmommy told you, and you become that person where you can say, When I read the story, this is what I believe from it and be okay with that and not be conflicted of. I know this is what I'm reading and I know how I feel, but what will they think if I let them know this is what I believe in? And 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 that's, I think, challenging for a lot of people. And when you have the true belief, then with that belief comes the lack of need to have people on your side. Because you start to understand that Hitler had a lot of people on his side. Mm. Was he doing the right thing? You know, Mussolini had people on his side. You know, there's a lot of people that have had people on their side, but were they on the side of what was right? Or were they on the side of what wasn't right? So oftentimes we get caught up in having an organization and a team behind us. It's like when people talk about gangsters, you know, if you hear old school cat talk, he say gangsters, the real gangsters are the ones that roll alone, not the roll, not, not the ones that roll with a team of folks, because those are the cats that scared because they got to roll with a whole group of cats to handle their Come business. On. Not a team. One of the most awesome teams that's out there is the Navy SEALs, they say. They go six, eight, ten deep. Now, if they get caught, mm. shit gets troublesome, okay? <laughs> but they get in and out. You be like, you know the meeting. 
If one ass get caught, we got to go. We get, we all in it. So it's like at the end of the day when we stop getting caught up in are we part of the collective group of believers mm. versus just being a believer and when you run into somebody that believes what you believe beautiful but you run into someone that doesn't believe exactly what you believe beautiful because these incorporations of conversations are what make you think because you have some people that say I felt a certain way now but I changed over time why because you received more information that gave you confirmation so that you're not you're no longer in the faith zone and you evolve into the I saw it for myself zone. So now I believe definitively because your life, if you want it to be beautiful, if you don't want it to be, does not have to be based upon faith. It can be based upon what you've actually witnessed and what you've actually witnessed is when you've applied yourself to a situation, look what happens When you wait for somebody to do the application for you, sometimes the job doesn't get done at the the rate of speed that you would need it to. Are you a believer is what we're talking about today, baby. Are you that person that says, I believe when it looks like there is no reason to believe, I believe. And, you know, I witnessed something about a week or so ago. And as I'm watching, it made me cry because I understood it. And we were watching R. Kelly on The Voice. Mm-hmm. And he was singing, I believe I could fly. And he got to this note. And he held it for nine minutes. I'm talking about he didn't take a breath in, but I watched him leave. Like, I watched The spirit of his gift take over, and I watched this brother leave because he had no control over what was happening. And I'm watching it, and I'm just crying because I'm saying I understand that, and and I don't think people could understand it unless you've experienced it. I don't think that's true. I think that the people that you were watching, they Mm -hmm. were crying too. No, 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 no. I know. You mean specifically? Yeah, Mm -hmm. because you're watching something that you can't explain. Like, there was this one older white gentleman in the audience, and it was so beautiful because he was trying. Now, hold on. He was trying to hold on like, God damn it, I'm not going to break. Now, I'm not involved. I don't get down with all this gospel shit. I'm going to stand strong. And after a minute, you saw the tears just coming down because everybody knew they were witnessing something that you couldn't explain. You can't explain how somebody holds a note for nine minutes. You can't explain as I'm watching him twitch. I'm watching it happen where he lost all control and let it happen. And people say, how can you do it for nine minutes? Because he believed that he could. And what was he singing? I believe I could fly. Okay. So let's wrap it up with that. You got to put the bow on it with that. It 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 just it it moved me in a way that I can't explain it because I've been on a stage before and left, and you're trying to come back into it, but there's nothing you can do until it lets go, mm-hmm. and there was nothing he could do until it let go. And when it let go, he went right into the song like he ain't never. Sung no shit for right. nine minutes, right. just like I, and now I'm back. So even through all the turmoil, even through all of the his life, he still believes that this gift is something that 
I can't let that go. And, 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 and when you watch that and you say, in my belief, I can overcome anything. In my belief, I can overcome anything. When you watch junkies and you hear people's stories that they've been saying, I was getting high for 40 years, but in that 41st year, I believed I could just put it down. And they just put it down. And you saying, well, what, what, what was the trick? What was that? I just believed I could. Like, goddamn it, I believe I'm going to get on this 200 mm. pounds. I believe it. And you're going to do it. Come on, Daddy, now. You're going to do it. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. <laughs> We're talking about it. We're talking about that thing called belief. It is just belief. And that's why when people do say, as, as people are saying right now in the room, I love you, Monique. You inspire me. Y'all have no idea how much y'all inspire me. Y'all have no idea. How much y'all inspire me. See this baby, J.J., the comic? You have no idea how much you're inspiring me right now. I get it, baby, because we've been taught, get it however the fuck you can get it. Get your opportunity however you can. So you (laughs) felt like shit. This Monique, I can go in this room and let me try to drop a joke. Let me try Uh to do whatever uh I can. That's inspiring because what that says is every avenue and opportunity I can take, I'm going to take it. I may be a pain in their ass. My shit may not be funny right now. The people in the room might be saying, get your ass out of here. But this is my moment. And I'm going to take it. So, again. And part of that goes into later beliefs. Because you say to yourself, wow, when I was younger, the shit I would do that I wouldn't consider doing right now. But sometimes you have to do some shit that you wouldn't do later on in life to learn from it. So we could appreciate your vibe, brother. Listen, I know what it is to try to take advantage of opportunities, baby. I've performed in front of the KKK. Okay, Confederate flags up, hoods and shit. Listen, I need my money. Right. I need my money, so I get it, baby. They had to give me my $75. I needed that 75. gas money to get back. And my Ford Festiva, I believed it. And, and JJ, I'll say this to you, baby. As, as a comic... When you up on that stage, believe what you're saying. Because if you believe it, they'll believe it. If you don't believe it, we will not believe it. And when you stand in front of black folks, I'm going to tell you something. We don't fuck around. If we paid our money for them tickets, goddammit, I took this money away from the phone bill money. Your ass better believe something. You better believe. You better get up here and do something. So it is just believing. Again, that sweet sister Beyonce. I met her before any, before the public knew who they were. They was Destiny's Child. But it was something about that little girl at the time, and she was a little girl, 15, 16. 15. It was something about her that you knew she was going to pop. You, when they performed, it was something about her saying, I believe it so much, I'm not going to judge it. I'm letting go. I don't care what nothing looked like. So you understand that. I, I remember you coming from that function and you was like hey i'm telling you right now and several years there's this little group out there they was like 15 years old named destiny's child you gonna hear about them because they was killing it It was something for like coca-cola back in the day it was jermaine dupree's daddy michael that was giving this i guess like a retreat Mm -hmm. for new artists right I just want to tell you about the night because it was. I was like, what? to be a part of that mm-hmm. and to be a part of you seeing something, you're seeing this flower begin to bloom, and it's like, wow. That's how I thought about Oprah. Before I, I watched her from this little show in Baltimore, and you know, so you're watching this beautiful thing happen, 
And I think my pay was like maybe $500, okay? It, it may have been $250. So at the end of the show, I can't find your main daddy, right? To give me my money because <laughs> that was the deal. After I did my part, where's my money? I see all this beautiful shit happening, yes, but now it's time for mama to get paid. Didn't I go knock on his door at 1 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, it's Monique, Mr. Michael. He chuckled, opened up the door, and gave me my money like, bitch, you all right with me. And I, I, it wasn't intentional. It was just so much going on that night. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I, I believed in me. So, and I believe in all this. Gotta get that. Shit. I got to get that. I got to get. So even then, before anybody knew, speaking for myself, before anybody knew who Monique was, I saw this. I saw this. I'm like, and and I remember sitting in front of somebody and them telling me, that fat, sexy thing you're trying to do, it'll never work. I, I remember those times, but I simply believed that it would. And I believed that I could, as I still believe right now. And the thing is, J.J., Whatever you ask for, if you're willing to work for it, watch what will happen. And the road always won't be smooth. It won't. But if you keep believing, you won't even find that shit being rocky. You're just saying it's the part of my travels and my journeys because I believe I'm going to get it where I want to get it. So that's what, what, what when we have these kind of conversations, it is simply to say whatever it is that you think you want, go get it. And when you've seen that you've gone through a struggle and you've overcome it and you believe that you can do it again, it's not dealing with blind faith. It's dealing with the real understanding that the same thing that you did in order to get out of a situation, which was to believe that you could get out of the situation. And at the very least, if you weren't sure, you worked towards getting yourself out of that situation. And when you're able to do that time and time again, it's not about the faith. It's about the belief and continuing to go ahead. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, keep on believing. And here's the thing, and this is real shit. If you believe you can sing, but don't nobody else believe it. Uh Uh-oh. You got to listen to people sometimes. You don't get to, <laughs> don't get to buy okay. studio time and shit, and then, 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 then nobody going to listen to you. There you go. Demo. You checked me then on you that one because I thought you was going to come back because you know how you be singing it. Right, because, right. because I, I got to put my ego to the side. There right? you go. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it sounds good to me, mm-hmm. but it don't sound good to a lot of other people. I wonder why that is. Because they got hearing problems. That's what I thought. That's, That's what, what it thought. is. Shit, I'm never. But So, I'm going to say this too, though. But wait a minute, I take that back. Because if you believe you can sing. There it is. This is who I was expecting to come to the and table. And somebody else likes your tunes. God damn it, you can sing. Come on, if you like it. I want to thank you for that because I got a tune in my heart that I feel like I can share right now. But sometimes when we support things that ain't true, we succumb to the very things that we support, Robin. There are certain artists who have songs on the radio. I don't think that they can sing, but they think that they can, and they think they can sell records, so they do. I ain't mad about that. We was talking about Monique, okay? okay. No, she said people. She didn't say... Miss <laughs> Dorothy said sang, Monique. Miss Dorothy I, told me to do it. I seen a lean no, into you for support. That was the support of my solo career. There it is. Uh, Someone else should stay. 
And then you gonna go with Whitney? I don't you, need you not you ain't gonna you gonna go with Whitney. Your way. Okay. So I'll go. You gonna disrespect the game. But I know. Don't do it. I'll think of you. <laughs> and then she tried to put some bass in her voice. And Sue Han, baby. And and st- <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I couldn't go through with it, because these Snickers is in here. The only reason why you can't go through with it is because most people can't hit a high C. That's why. That's why. Did y'all feel the spirit of Whitney come into me? No. And she left quickly. Quickly. She said, bitch, don't do it. She said, exit stage left. Don't do it. But then, but okay. I can't sing those songs. You can sing whatever song you want to sing. But what song I can sing is, I'm a, let me tell y'all something about me. Oh, Lord. I'm a jute joint singer. Oh, Lord. Okay, and in one of my lives, I sang in a motherfucking jute joint. Give me a beat. I went out last night, and I saw a fella, and I said to the fella, do you want to get with me? And he looked over and said, I'll give you some of this, but it's going to cost you a plate of that fried fish. I that fried fish with some grits. Oh, do y'all see the shit I'm saying? I see the shit that you're saying. Now, daddy, had I been in a juke joint, do you know they'd have been up swinging and shit? Chicken wings, everything. Come on, baby. I know my lane. But goddamn it, nonetheless, I sing. There it is. You see what I'm saying? So what we are saying to y'all is, (laughs) you got to believe in something. Right. Why not believe in you? Why not believe in you? What have I done to you to make you treat and greet me the way you do? Tell him. Go on and wave your hand. Wave it. Start your revolution. Please. Because I'm willing to let you do your thing. Tell me why. Tell him. You got to believe. Y'all up in this bitch like Millie Vanilli and shit. <laughs> By fucking robbing out there whispering the words in your ear and shit. What's really going on? What's really going on? That's what we do is teamwork. Yeah. I'm going to tell you make the dream work. This is why this man is my husband. Because he allows me to be... Who I am. Allows. You see, JJ, you get you a bitch that's going to let you be free. <laughs> don't you fuck around with a bitch who going to... You can't say that. You can't do this. You can't do that. You don't do that, baby. It, it, it don't work. See, he believes in me. You see? He believes in me. And when I said, give me a beat, what did he do? He gave me a goddamn beat. Some of your husband like, bitch, I'm not going to entertain that. But what you do? I entertain that. <laughs> and... <laughs> What happens is, you understand, it's kind of like somebody saying, as they stand in front of the Bulls before they run down in Spain, I allowed the Bulls to run the race. No, nigga, you just stepped out of the way of the door before they ran your ass over. So at the end of the day, I don't allow it. I accept it and appreciate it. Not tolerate it because they're trying to teach tolerance. Accept what it is because I don't know where she's from. I don't know where she's from. <laughs> and I must accept where she is. But daddy, you got good songs too. You've got good songs too. These niggas ain't trying to give them his props, okay? Oh, and then twenty gonna... years from now, they're gonna bust out with your with your rhymes like you ain't do it. <laughs> like I ain't do it. Okay then, baby. We're gonna ride with you. You on my side today. We friends now, but sometimes you 
You don't seem like you're on my side when it's time to get me a contract, a record contract. I bust rhymes that don't rhyme. And it ain't called in yet. It ain't called in yet. But that that that's that's some personal shit I'm trying to overcome. Okay. I'm trying to overcome that. We will be coming back from work, right? We worked in Kensington, Maryland, y'all. We was customer service reps years years ago, right? And we would be coming home from work, right? And we'd be in the full festive, baby, full gears, and only had AM radio, so it didn't really play clear, you know, when you was far away from right. where you got the car. Right. So we would be coming back and see it be in the car, busting that shit like, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, because I said that. Yeah. And I'd be like, nigga, was at the end of <laughs> Like, that didn't go together. Yeah, but that's what I felt in my heart and gave it so... I could rap over your tracks. Come on. And then we could do something together where you don't have no tone. I ain't got no real rhymes. <laughs> Wait. But there's something unique about that. You, you tone deaf, my rhymes is whack, and we coming at them like that now. Come on, then, like baby. Like that. Come on. We call tone that. Tone that. <laughs> baby, but I think I do have tone. I'm not, I, you I, do, baby. Okay. You do. You have tone. Shit. I okay. got tone, baby. Now, what well, wait, Paula, don't do, don't do that, because I'll sing a song on the goddamn stage with the microphone in my hand. Shit, don't let me. Yeah. 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 This show was about belief. About belief. You believed that he could rap, okay? And you believed that you could sing. And there we go. Baby, so I think, fuck it. If you believe and I believe, we got a goddamn singing group. Uh-oh. That's what. That's, 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 and look, they said y'all called the whack tone. The whack tone. God damn right. Ain't the nobody mad about it. Right. Shit. Don't call it a comeback. Hi. I've been here for years. What you say? What you say now? That's all I remember from that. But I'm gonna keep it rolling. Damn, this is the shit. That's that was part of my rhyme, baby. But you stopped the song. You I didn't did. realize that was part of my rhyme. Don't call it a comeback. Come on. I've been here for years. Hi. That's the rest of the words. I don't know no more. <laughs> 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 and that's what it is, what you say now. That's what it is, what you say now. That's they what it us is, out the venue, what you baby. say. You don't know your game. You don't know your play. You go, that, they're going to kick us out the venue, We baby. believe it. We believe so it. So everybody that's listening to this goddamn show right now, you better know we believe it. Right. Jay Lad said, sing that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask y'all something. Would you buy a ticket to the show? No. Would you? Y'all no, what? not I'm trying to perform that. We can't do that. We got family people that care about us. That we, Y'all we can't don't remember the people that was like on that. in Living Color that uh, was Ruth <laughs> Cephas and, and <laughs> Cephas and Reese. Right. They believed it. Oh, come on. Come on now. What's going on? And they believed it. They believed it. Do you see what I'm saying? Here's the thing, my babies. As we uh, close the show, and we, we talked about belief. Are you a believer? And we would ask y'all that if you are, believe in the show to tell somebody about it. Tell them go to play.it and click on Monique and Sydney's open relationship. Nice because I says, I've said it before and I'll say it again. These conversations for me are not only life changing, but they're life saving. Because it allows me to put my ego to the side and really hear and deal with what's real. Not the bullshit, not the, and we laugh and joke and have a good time, but sitting in here and being in that closet with my husband, it allows me to deal with shit for real. Because there was a time I dealt in fantasy. 
There was a time I had fantasy friendships, fantasy relationships, because if I dealt with it for real, I would have to say, we're really not friends. I would have to say, we're really not in a relationship, we're just fucking. But you made me, or in through our conversations, it allowed me to come off of Fantasy Island and go into Reality Island. And you know when your wife sit there next to you and say, I was in relationships with people and we was just fucking, it wasn't a real relationship. What kind of relationship is that that you're going to say in front of her husband? It's a good motherfucking relationship. That's what it is. Reach out and touch Reach out and touch him. Somebody's hand. Make this world a better place. Come on. If you can. Come on. Reach out and touch. Say it. Someone you know is private. Say it. Make this world a better place. <laughs> and more alive with. Come on. <laughs> That's how I come on. I know you was going to hit it with privates. Privates. That, that was really politically I tried correct. to tell saying dick you know, and tip was too easy. I, I could have said it. I know, but I like the nasty shit, I know shit, that, baby. That's, that's another time now. <laughs> Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe in it. Let me tell you something. Belief made James Brown. Because didn't nobody know what the fuck he was saying? From the time he auditioned, didn't nobody know what the fuck he was saying? But well, he believed, God damn it, that I got soul. And you see what happened. Because we've not met the greatest singer yet. We thought we buried the greatest singer, and she's one of the greats, but we've not met the greatest one yet because they don't believe in it, so we'll never get a chance to hear their voice. We've not met the greatest basketball player yet because they don't believe that they can be the greatest. We've not met the greatest because oftentimes we will stifle ourselves and say, oh, I can't do that. What do you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Muhammad Ali did say he was the greatest, and he believed that. And God damn it, we all believed it too. We didn't give a fuck that he lost a few fights. We didn't care. Well, he didn't say he he didn't say he was the greatest fighter. He just said I'm the greatest. And and exactly. And it's one of those things where so when we say we haven't met the greatest in our own ways, we are the greatest mm. that we can possibly be at that time. And Part of our difficulties are in trying to measure one another in who's great, who's not, as opposed to enjoy the greatness of the moment, Mm -hmm. which we are fortunate enough just to simply be a part of, as opposed to trying to label ourselves as being great. Though you can't help but say that man was one of the greatest because he wasn't just a fighter for uh, in the ring. He said, hey, the real shit. I ain't going over there to fight no Viet Congs because no Viet Congs ever never called me a nigga. And the very people that sending me over there to fight the Viet Congs have no respect for me when I come back home from killing my brothers mm. from somewhere else. So at the end of the day, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Keep on believing. Mama, take us home. We want to thank y'all for listening to the show today, baby, and to all the shows that you've been listening to. We appreciate the ones that send us those beautiful messages and say, what? I get my Monday fix. I get my fix. I want to thank y'all. And I appreciate for the sisters and the brothers that are saying, y'all are making us consider things differently or opening me up to look at it differently. So keep listening. And we'll keep growing together. And we'll keep learning together. And we'll keep getting through this journey called life together, openly and honestly, 
with no judgment. That's it. So we thank each and every one of y'all. And uh, May 13th, if you are in the New York area or surrounding counties, baby, we're doing our second annual Mother's Day show at the one and only Apollo Theater. Mm -hmm. Every time I say that place, it gives me chills. As it should. Because that is just history right there. And everybody on that damn wall, they simply believe that they could be there. And what's up at at She Loves Jordan? We appreciate you. That's what it says. At She Loves Jordan. That's her handle. Oh, okay. Hi, my sweetie. We that there. We appreciate you. She said shout out. Hey, we shouted it. That's it. Well, we ready to shout us out right now. That's what's up. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.